We thank you, Ministry of Music, for reminding me that I just got older. Somebody say glory. I'm so thankful. My heart is full. I mean it from the bottom of my heart, the side of it, the inside, all of it. Never thought I'd make it this far when I begin to think about the distance I had to run. But we give God the glory, and I tell you, I, nobody told me that it would be easy. Glory be to God, but I don't believe he brought me this far to leave me. So gracious Father, we come down to say thank you for your grace, your mercy, your sustaining power. We love you, Father, with our whole hearts for all the days, moments that you've allowed us to have. It is our prayer that we become stronger in working for you. We have devoted our life, our life to you. Use it as you will. We will never stop giving you the glory. Never stop being thankful for how you continue to keep me, how you continue to stir up the word inside me that I would have life and be able to share the goodness of the Lord Jesus Christ with those that I encounter. We give you glory, honor, and praise. Now help us right now, Father, is our prayer to articulate your word that people would come to understand and gain a greater relationship with you. That is our prayer, God. Get the glory from what all that we do is our prayer. In Jesus' name, your magnificent son, we do pray and ask it all. Amen and thank you. Glory. I want to go to the book of Romans, the 12th chapter, lift up two verses. Verse 1 and 2, verse 1 says, I beseech ye therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. I want to just share with you for a little bit from this perspective, and the question is, and the question is, we realize that during the day, many of my brothers and sisters of the cloth, many of us in the body of Christ, our attention has been turned towards Matthew 21, 1 through 9, and it says, And when they drew nigh to Jerusalem and were come to Bethlehem, unto the Mount of Olives, then sent Jesus two disciples, saying unto them, Go into the village over against you, and straightway you will find a donkey tied and a colt with her. Loose them and bring them unto me. And if any man... Say aught unto you, you shall say, the Lord have need of them, and straightway he will send them. All this is done that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the prophet, saying, 
Tell ye the daughter of Zion, behold, the king, thy king, cometh unto thee, meek, and sitting upon a donkey and a colt, the fowl of a colt, of a donkey. And the disciples went and did as he commanded them. And the disciples went and did as Jesus commanded them. And brought the donkey and the colt and put them on their cloths, clothes, and they set them, set him thereon. And verse 9 says, And the multitudes that went before and that followed cried, saying, Hosea to the son of David, Blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. We realize that this is the time that has been set aside as we enter into celebration once again of the Lord Jesus Christ, his death and his rising. And this particular week, which is traditionally called Palm Sunday, is all about a celebration, a victorious journey by the Lord Jesus Christ prior to the death we just spoke of. It's an exclamation of an appeal to God for deliverance, used in the praise of God or Christ, a shout of praise, of admiration. The irony of this victorious journey was that it ended in the same fashion as it had begun. And that was in personal sacrifice of the Lord Jesus Christ. We realize this, for our Savior comes and he shows us that he comes with no shoes or no, amen, transportation. And he's just left his brother Lazarus and raised him from the dead. A heart, nothing like those who came to save. He came to save. Always looking to save, always looking to help, never concerned, knowing he was about to be met head on with betrayal, deception, denial, hatred, doubt. But yet victory because of the faith of those he had led to believe. Triumphant, oh yes. But it was triumphant because he was, he walked in, glory be to God, commitment, purpose, and focus. You could say it very easily like this, it's all about the approach. But brothers and sisters, I, 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 I warn you, I beseech you on this day, how many times must we hear this lesson, must we, we study and celebrate this scripture and not realize the seriousness that God was uh, uh, doing for us to help us in these acts? For God could do it all kinds of ways, but he charged Jesus in this fashion. He sent his only begotten son to show that he loved us. And the one thing that I really admire about this scripture, one of the things is that the disciples did what he said. No matter how strange it said, he said he sent them looking for ordinary stuff to some degree. But they had to be operating in a form of obedience. My brothers and sisters, I stopped right here today to say to you that we in the church have got to do more, be more than traditional, than being seasonal. We got to be everyday lovers of God and the kingdom of God. As we go about our, our business, especially in this time, 
We've got to realize that God allows something to happen and it's still happening, that we can come to a place where we appreciate the victory in his walk, in his faith, his commitment, and his purpose. Realizing that God during these trying times never lost focus. My brothers and sisters, we find ourselves so many times arguing about nonsense in the church when it's really about what God says and it's about what we're supposed to do, about following his will. And right now, again, it appears as if the church in itself is divided. And we know, as he says in Mark, that a house divided cannot stand. It's not about the failure of a saint. It's about the righteousness of God. Somebody needs to say amen. Even when we fall, we cannot pick people up with a pity party. We got to pick them up with righteousness because in righteousness is what we're supposed to stand on. And I know it takes some time. I know it takes some work. I know it takes some effort. And I also know it takes some determination. But the Bible tells us in Matthew, the 10th chapter, that he that does not take up his cross cannot follow after him. In other words, we have to be set in this reality of commitment and faith that no matter what's happening, even when we fall, that we can't allow the world to believe it's just like them and it's okay. Somebody need to say glory. I'm not trying to say I'm perfect, but don't pat me on the back when I fall. Lift me up in the love of Jesus Christ. Understanding that God forgives us, but never feed me wrong. Never cover me in wrong or emotions. Cover me in the righteousness of God. That's why the Bible tells us, be ye transformed. We're not supposed to think as the world does. We're not supposed to excuse as the world does. We can't be driven by emotion. You know, it's so ironic to me that so often we find ourselves fighting to get back to where we were, and that's adequate. Uh-uh. I'm trying to live better. To God be the glory. He's given me 68 years. Some of them were already messed up, but he's blessed me in a few of them because he was working on me previous to my understanding it. I realized that God saved me for a reason, and because of that reason, because of the love I had for him, knowing that if it had not been for the Lord on my side, I know where I would be. Somebody need to say glory. I remember I used to get teased about, well, Blake too holy for that, but I come to realize something. It didn't embarrass me. It made me understand that that was a badge that I should proudly wear. Why, my brothers and sisters? I'm not all that, but I should be leaning towards getting better in the Lord. And the Bible tells us in 1 Peter, amen, the 16th chapter, it says, because it is written, be ye holy, for I am holy. Verse 15 says, but as which have called you is holy, so ye be holy in all manner of conversation. In other words, as you live, your body's supposed to speak a spirit, a conversation of righteousness. God knows I'm not one to be judging anybody. But we all got to know that the judgment is coming. We can't live in emotion. We got to be guided by righteousness. How would the, po the folk that are lost see God if we act the same way? Please, somebody hear me today. 
For the Spirit of the Lord is with us. He covers and keeps us. That's why he was victorious, because he knew he was going to send a comforter that would help guide us into what? All truth. Somebody say all truth. See, the Spirit of the living God, watch this, it helps us in our infirmities. So when we fall, God is with us to bring us up. Glory be to God. To help us dust us off, wipe us off, and set us once again on the path of righteousness. But we got to do it in truth. Good God Almighty. We can't just sit there and do the world's version. I'm not talking about judging nobody. The Bible says, how can you judge one, try to take the moat out of their eye, and you got a tree trunk in yours. But we all got to work in truth because truth is what changes us. Truth is what forms us into the righteousness of God. Glory be to God. Philippians says it like this. I count not myself to have apprehended. Verse 14 puts it like this. I press though toward the mark. Every time I fall down, I try to get up better. Every time I fail, I try to get better. When I say something wrong, I try to get better. And I don't mind somebody checking me for being wrong because my direction is to be right in the eyes of God. It ain't about man. Okay, so you ain't got the right to tell me, but it's still wrong. We got to stop arguing. And most of the time, it's the church doing it. And the world just sits back and looks. I know from the day God saved me, pulled me out of all that trash I was in, that the days wouldn't be easy. Thank you for the song. I didn't even know it was coming. Happy birthday to me. I'm talking about this journey we're on. He's brought me too far from that dark day when I really first saw the Lord. Death was on me. God lifted me. Glory be to God. He told me to go tell the story. It wasn't about me. It was about him. I'm committed to tell people about Jesus Christ. But let me tell you something. God has always given us joy. As a matter of fact, it's written the joy of the Lord is my strength. I'm strengthened by the happiness about God. But it's still important that we got to be thus minded. Glory be to God. So when we go, as all of us do, and I hear it being preached, and I hear it talked about, <coughs> and I hear us and I see us a year later. Second Chronicles 7 chapter says it like this in verse 14. If my people, if they will, I've given you the way out. Say, if you that are my people that are called by my name, if we humble ourselves, pray, Seek my face, seek truth, and turn away, turn away, not excuse their wicked ways. Then will I hear from heaven. Glory be to God, we got to stop going on our knees for nothing. Getting up being the same old way, acting the same old way, talking the same old way. Ain't never got God, no time for God. We don't understand sacrifice. And that's what it's all about when we are children of the Most High God. It's about not doing what you want unless it's what he wants. Take your eyes off yourself. That's why I say be humble. Glory be to God. My wife told me today, she said, it's your birthday. I said, yeah, it's the first time I believe I've ever ministered on my birthday. She said, you should have had me preach. Why? 
That's what I said. I'm not being smart. I can't take off. Somebody say glory. He kept me. He gave me this day. Do you think I'm going to set on him? No, I'm not. No matter what it's about. It ain't about me. Somebody say glory. You better not make it about yourself because only those things done for the Lord shall last. I want some more lasting. Somebody say glory. Where my organ at? Give me something right there. I need beat. Because <laughs> I need more. Yes, sir. I want more of this. When I ask God for more days, I mean it. And I want my days to be a certain way that I can live happily and have good quality of life. So I know there's things I constantly got to be changing about my life. Philippians says, look, look not on every man on his own self, but look on to the things of others. You, you got to have your mind focused. <clears throat> Say, let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus. These are the things God is telling us. These are the things we got to be courageous in. Romans 12, the 14th chapter puts it like this. Now, we shouldn't cause our brother to stumble. We got to live righteously so they can live righteously. So they can see a path and a direction. Proverbs said, as a man thinketh in his heart. So watch this. We act out of what we think in our heart. So a lot of us, we need to just what? Get our heart right. I'm coming to the place where, where, where God is just telling us, amen, glory be to God. He's saying it like this here. He said, mm-hmm, this is what he said. he said. He said, make your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto him. He said, listen, as my son sacrificed, you must sacrifice so that I can continue this victorious journey through the lives of those that don't know me. And we've got to change our way of thinking about what we're thinking about glory. We got to say, focus on the things of God. We got to keep our mind on the cross that we've been predestined to carry. We got to make sure that we act out of the spirit of the Lord and not the spirit of man. So you may ask, what is he talking about? What is the question? That's the question. Will you sacrifice your life? There's a song by the Winans of which <clears throat> I'm truly not going to sing. But it is, and the question is, in that song, in that song, it says it like this. It says, the question is, will I ever leave you? And it goes something like, no, 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 no. Then it asks this question. Will I do your will? And the answer is, yes. I've made it my mind. I'm not going to leave God, and I'm going to do his will. Why? Because he's so dear to me. He died that I might be free. Didn't know it until I really got into the lyrics of the song. And it even says, I'm presenting, glory be to God, my body, a living sacrifice. Jesus, I know it's Palm Sunday. I'm celebrating you today, not in a seasonal way, but in a way that's committed to you. I'm going to do your will. The answer is and will be, 
Yes. Glory be to God. Because I realized something. You'll be coming back soon. No. Yes. <laughs> and soon. You need to keep it in your mind. Joshua says it like this. Choose you this day. My brothers and sisters, we, we need to, we need to get, get, get our, our relationship with God on steroids. It's time to work. God is about, I believe, to reopen his physical house because the work on the spiritual house is still being completed. Glory. He said, but we got to choose. Who are we going to serve? Ain't no need to, look, ain't no need for us to come gathering again if we ain't gathering in faith. If we ain't gathering in righteousness. If we're not gathering to serve the Lord. Think about this. The question is, will I leave him? Will what I'm dealing with separate me from the Lord? I heard Paul put it like this. Nothing will separate me. Glory be to God. Will I do his will? Yes. For Jesus I live, for God I live, for God I die. On every day, in every moment, to the best of my ability, I, I want to please you. I know I got to do some changing. Got to make, listen, it's your reasonable service to do a lot of churching. That's your reasonable service. But God said, why are you, why are you doing that? You've got to renew your mind. My brothers and my sisters, this is our prayer that we could be really transformed. Not by the aroma of the word, but by the depth of the word. That we had the mind that Christ Jesus had as he entered into the city <laughs> in victory, glory triumphantly why that he might that we might have a God too that's a G-U-I-D-E to prove that which is good that which is acceptable that which is perfect and most of all that which is the will of God wherever you find yourself don't beat yourself up I'm a living witness. God will get you right where you are and get an intimate, amen, occurrence, experience in your life. And by that experience, he will mold and shape you into a vessel of honor and not dishonor. God will carry you down roads you can't even imagine. All I ask, all I pray is that you just, amen, just release yourself. Glory be to God and follow his word, that the joy of the Lord will yet be your strength, that you will know and celebrate every day victoriously in triumph, knowing that God has got your back. As a matter of fact, he's laid it out for you. I heard another song. It went something like this, that the prodigal son, hear me, all that he had, his father still gave something to him <laughs> that he never had. Watch this. God created it in the Garden of Eden. 
and he knew we would fail. But he also planted, glory be to God, a seed of restoration. Glory be to God. The song said he gave him something he never had. God wants to restore you. God wants you to make, he wants to make you the king of your castle. He wants you to make, make you a child of his kingdom. One that inherits all that he has, amen, proclaimed for your life. My brothers and sisters, you don't have to struggle. Just be content in whatever state you are in. I'm a living witness. God will exalt you. Good God Almighty will make you perfect glory. Will settle and establish you if you just allow his word to rest in you, to abide in you. He said, my word abides in you and you abide in me. Anything, glory, anything you ask will be given unto you. Stop struggling, stop worrying. Just submit. Submit to the purpose of God. Submit to the will of God. Become determined to truly live by the word of God. The word that strengthens you. It quickens your mortal body. I, I, I don't know how else to say it. Just, I, I just want to, to live the word I'm talking. Realizing that, no, it ain't perfect in my life. Things are changing. But guess what? God has not changed. And for that, I thank him. I thank him for being faithful to the unfaithfulness of man. For being gracious to continue to stand, extend his hand to us. So wherever you are, whatever you're dealing with, whatever your situation or circumstance is, the Holy Spirit is waiting to handle it for you. He said, pick up your cross. Pick up the burdens of life that you have, that God has already allowed to occur in your life, that someone can see and come running. What must I do? I want that that you got. It ain't physical, it's spiritual. I can't, I see it, but I can't put my hands on it because, why? Because God wants to put his hands in your heart and massage it into a direction that will be pleasing, not only to him, but to you. He says it, blessings will overcome you if you diligently seek, diligently seek his word, his will. Become determined, good God Almighty, to live by his word. My brothers and sisters, I want to extend the Lord's hand to you right now. If you don't know him, as a partner of your sins, it's an easy trip. Open up your heart. Receive him as Lord into your heart. Believe it. Good God Almighty. Then begin to talk about it. Testify about it in you with your mouth. He said, and then you are saved. God ain't waiting for you to get perfect because you can't do nothing but be imperfect. No matter how close we come to him, we still imperfect. That's why he sent his son who was perfect to cover us, to restore us. This is your chance to make the Lord God your, 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 your savior. Glory be to God. I beseech you, my brother, find the joy of your life.
by giving your life to him. The Bible talks about he who finds his life loses it, but he who sacrifices it gains it. The question is, <laughs> you've got to answer it. Will I do your will? <laughs> will I ever leave you? And the answer is, you fill it in. We give God the glory, the honor, all of the praise. I am so, so overwhelmed today knowing that I can begin another journey of closeness with my Savior on this Palm Sunday. Make a, make a, listen, make yourself a commitment statement, a declaration, decree it in the name of Jesus. God will guide you. He will, he will lead you into all truth through his spirit. He will keep and comfort you. We love you in the name of Jesus. God, we hope that we have touched the heart of some of your people, those that are already in the body of faith and some that are trying to find their way. Speak to their hearts, God. Let them know that you are God and God all by yourself. God, and what you say is true. You're not a man. You can't lie. You're the same yesterday. Look at the witness. The same today. Look at the witness. And the same tomorrow. God, we love you. We praise you. And we give you glory. And it's the name of your son, Jesus Christ, we do pray. To God be the glory. Amen. Enjoy. Palm Sunday, get ready for Easter Sunday. I hear the earth uh, is trembling already. Why? Because they already know that early, <laughs> glory be to God, but early. We love you with the love of Christ. We bless the name of Jesus. See you next week. Glory. Thank you in his image. Thank you everyone for all the birthday wishes. It means a lot to us in the name of Jesus Christ. God bless you.